Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Friday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, if Christ is preached as raised from the dead, how can some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then neither has Christ been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then empty too is our preaching, empty too your faith. Then we are also false witnesses to God, because we testified against God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, neither has Christ been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is in vain. You are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are the most pitiable people of all. But now Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. Hear, O Lord, a just suit. Attend to my outcry. Hearken to my prayer from lips without deceit. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my word. Show your wondrous mercies, O Savior of those who flee from their foes, to refuge at your right hand. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. Hide me in the shadow of your wings, but but I in justice shall behold your face. On waking, I shall be content in your presence. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward Chusa, Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We should have known it was too good to be true. Britney Spears is now a professed atheist. Brittany was raised in a Baptist household, but not too long ago, in the middle of all her mental health, financial, and family battles, she posted on one of her social media accounts that she had just been to Mass and was now a Catholic. I do admit I was a little skeptical of that, as most of her other proximate social media posts included uh, photos of her in various states of undress. Be that as it may, I did hold out some hope. But in response to recent statements from her mother, her ex-husband, her sister, and one of her sons, She's decided that if there was a God, he wouldn't allow these people to be so ugly to her. So now she's an atheist. I guess Brittany has forgotten what she learned in Sunday school about redemption, that people do bad things, but God is merciful and gives them 77 or more chances to repent, and that Jesus died for all sinners and all of that good stuff. Jesus came to break barriers, including those imposed by sin and death. But our experience in this lifetime, therefore, is far from perfect. We believe and await something far beyond what human nature can do on its own. St. Paul's addressing that in our first reading today. 
apparently some of the Corinthian community doesn't believe in bodily resurrection. Now, if you've ever seen a dead body, you can't blame them. really. But if you believe Jesus is the Son of God, you also have to believe he delivers on his promises, even those that break the laws of nature. And if human beings are given a share in eternal life, they need a body to do it, because after all, humans have bodies. Otherwise, we'd be angels. And I can tell you, I ain't no angel. Sometimes when you're skeptical, you need an example to follow, though. Luke gives us three examples in today's gospel. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa, and Susanna. Mary Magdalene had seven demons, which likely puts her strongly in the sinner, or at least former sinner, category. Joanna's husband is the steward of Herod Antipas, the Jewish ruler in Galilee, who's in tight with the Romans. His steward, Chusa, was almost certainly a slave, which makes Joanna a slave too. And then there's Susanna. We don't know anything about her, but we know one thing for sure. Like Mary and Joanna, she was a woman. The details about these women, however few, are significant. Jewish rabbis didn't travel in the presence of women. It was not only considered improper, the role of women in Palestinian culture was to care for the household and the children. They, were, they weren't permitted to be off pursuing their own interests. But that's just it. Jesus broke barriers. Man or woman, Jew or Greek, slave or free, all were equally called to be his disciples. Anything that prevented following Jesus had to be left behind, including a mortal body. Jesus came to change things, not just for the sake of change, but for the sake of universal redemption. As human beings, we resist change. But without it, well, things will never change. So we can either stay behind in the familiar or get on the resurrection train. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.